breaking news and trending talk with Mike and McCarty. Mornings on 1017 FM and 710 Kiel. When 7 FM, 710 Keel, Mike and McCarty on the Jack Spring Electric Newsmaker Hotline this morning. Keto Parish School Board member Don Little joining us. Don, good morning. Happy Friday to you. Good morning. Happy to be here. Well, there seems to be a little bit of confusion about a teacher pay raise for Caddo Parish. Um, and uh, we want you to set this record straight as a, pay, a 5% pay raise uh, in discussion with the Cattle Parish School Board right now? You know, I, I wish it was. So there is nothing on uh, the docket for a pay raise. And uh, I think what occurred, we had a meeting on January 9th, and Dr. Gorey did sort of a State of the Union, State of the District presentation, and there was a question on the floor about pay raises. And his response was that he felt like it was uh, an important discussion and an inevitability. Uh, and, and I think most of us would agree. But in order to get there, uh, we've got a lot of heavy lifting to do. So and, so how uh, did we get to this point this morning about people thinking there's a pay raise on the, on the books? You know, I, I, I think there was an article on KTBS, and, and sometimes context is important. And maybe the article left out uh, a great deal of context, or maybe there was, a, a lack of understanding on the parliamentary uh, process. Uh, I can tell you that in order to get pay raises, uh, we either need to increase revenue or reduce expenses or a combination therein. And uh, there will be some very interesting discussions. I, I hope we're able to get to that point. But Dr. Gorey did say that we should look at a 5% pay raise, but it wasn't, he didn't say it in an official capacity uh, from the podium to the to the board, is that correct? It, no, and and I don't. This is just Don Little's perspective. I don't speak for Dr. Gorey, and uh, as as the executive, he can certainly uh, ask the board for increases. He he can ask the board for uh, us to consider things, uh, but it's it's not a mandate, and so that wasn't an official agenda item. Um, I think most of us on the board and most elected officials throughout the state would like to see an increase in, um, in pay uh, for teachers. Um, but there's a lot of work that needs to be done. How tight is the budget? I mean, that that seems to be the problem. We all want to give a pay raise. Dr. Gorey says it's inevitable, something we have to do. But the problem is, where's the money? Oh, is there a way to belt tighten? Is there a way to find it? Yeah, there, there is. And I'll tell you what the chief challenge is, is we're oversized by about 30%. And so what I mean by that, uh, we have a, a bloated footprint. We can accommodate 42,000 students in this parish, but we've only got about 32,000 on the books. And on top of that, we're bleeding out approximately 1,000 kids per year. They're going to Texas, they're going to DeSoto Parish, they're going to Bossier, they're going to Georgia. 
but as a result of this out, out parish-wide out-migration, uh, we're losing money. And each child represents about $5,500 in funding. It's, it's through what's called the MFP. Mm-hmm. And so that's about $5.5 million per year. Uh, the way, in my view, to right-size that is uh, you have to make some difficult decisions in terms of your uh, schools. You, you have to look at consolidation, but you have to do it in a way where there's some light built into it. Consolidating I mean schools that, means closing some schools. Nobody likes to correct. hear that, right? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. But if you look around, uh, this parish... We have, we have a lot of older schools. Many of them are half empty. And when you look at a half empty school, it's sometimes twice as expensive to educate a child in that school. We have some schools where it costs, uh, close to $15,000 per student to educate, whereas our full schools are closer to about $5,500. They're much more efficient in terms of educating. And not only that, um, these older schools frequently are difficult to protect. Uh, they're difficult to maintain. Uh, they're inefficient in terms of uh, size, uh, classroom capacity. Mm-hmm. Um, the list goes on. So, Don, uh, Don, let me ask you this. Don Little, Caddo School Board member, you, you talked about kids are leaving Caddo Parish, and this is the hard subject that we don't face. As we're losing students, I've not heard about us trimming staff. You know, when you when you lose students, you would think you don't need as many staff members, but that just doesn't seem to happen. Or am I wrong? Have you cut staff? That's a tough thing to do. You know, and and that's a great question. We we lose uh, we lose staff through attrition, and they frequently uh, just leave those positions open or kind of decommission. Um, but back to the discussion about consolidating schools, uh, if you have four half-empty schools. Each of those schools will have cafeteria staff, mm-hmm. principals, security, um, and then you have transportation is, uh, concerns. You've got to get buses and kids to each of those schools. So if you take, and again, I'll just give an example, but if you take four half-empty schools and delete them and then build one big, beautiful school that, uh, that is much more efficient, you have economy of scale. And... Um, your your operating expenses go down exponentially and you're you're able to lose staff either through attrition or you know i i don't think anybody wants to look at a rift but uh that's that, that would be sort of the the worst case scenario but don we we got a message on the shreveport security systems message board when the when the mention of raise did come up Five percent, and it was brought up because uh, I think Dr. Gorey said, and I, and I don't want to misquote, but because the school tests, the students' test scores went up, that we should, uh, you know, re- reward the teachers with a five percent pay raise. And there are some messages that say, "Well, that's their job is to make sure test scores go up." Yeah, it's it's their job. I mean, I, I love looking at incentive pay. I look, I love looking at creative ways to uh, to keep teachers motivated. Uh, I'm a sales rep. Most of my income is based on performance. Um, but it's uh, it, again for for education. There's uh, there's a lot of moving parts, and um, our our funding is 
it's kind of a mixed bag. You know, we have local tax revenue, we have federal uh, title uh, programs, and then we also are funded through the state. And so, um, in order to secure these these potential raises, uh, we will have to radically redesign the way that we're doing things, and to make these raises permanent. Uh, we've been breadcrumbing in the past, mm-hmm. uh, which is is a creative approach, but it's not. Um, but we need to look at things where we can do it in a sustainable way rather than voting to give them a 500 or a thousand dollar stipend. Yeah. Yeah. Stipend. Yeah. We, we need to look at a way to make it permanent. Don, Don Little. Thank you, Don. Appreciate your time, sir. Cattle Parish School Board. Thank you. Have a great weekend, sir. Absolutely. My pleasure. Take mm-hmm. care. 1017 FM 710 Keel. William Daniel from uh, Department of Water and Sewage going to be joining us after the news, uh, giving us an update on Shreveport's boil advisory and the water condition here in Shreveport. Now more breaking news and trending talk with Mike and McCarty on 1017 FM and 710 Keel. Well, just kind of a a, a quick update on things going on. This morning, I-49 is open. Uh, The Kings Highway section there next to Bird High School, Mm -hmm. that's back open. Benton Road overpass is open. Everything's back open. Everything looks like it's back open and running. Mm -hmm. Um, No school today. In Caddo. In Caddo Parish. Bossier schools are back open. Except, I think, Plain Dealing High School, they had a, a water issue, I believe, there. But everything else is, is pretty much back. The roads are great. I mean, there's no, not a problem on the roads at all. Um, it looks really good. We, we melted. We thought, are we refreezing tonight? Is it going to be another chilly night? It's, it is going to be chilly, uh, but nothing like what we've been dealing with. Okay. Uh, they're saying t- uh, tonight looking like uh, low 20s. 21 for a low tonight. Really? Yeah. Tomorrow's high is only 38. Ooh, um, okay. Now, I asked William Daniel yesterday, because we're getting back into the 20s, in uh, Saturday night, 20 again. Mm, okay. Should we drip the faucets again? We, and he, well, said, yeah. he said no. He said it's not cold enough. Well, I'm yeah. going to confirm that. We're going to talk to him about 740. Right. Uh, to find out, because uh, as of as of right now, Shreveport's still under a boil advisory. And the, the most wanted man in the area right now is the mayor of Blanchard. And he's going to join us after 8 o'clock. Blanchard folks are ticked off yeah, we've, about we've why gotten, they have no water. several calls this morning mm-hmm. here at the radio station saying, hey, Blanchard still has no water. And he's gonna he's agreed to join us at 810. He'll explain what's going on, why it's get seems to be getting worse for folks in Blanchard. I'm not sure. My pressure at my house this morning, I'll tell you, yesterday was fine. This morning, it was lower than it was yesterday. So there's something going on in Shreveport. I'm not sure. Well, but we got to figure that out. Last night during my 90-minute hot shower and full-body exfoliation <laughs> procedure... Uh, water pressure was was good. Uh, it was better. It so was you better. caused the problem for this morning. So uh, this morning's ninety minute hot shower in full body exposure, uh, exfoliation, <laughs> um, the water pressure was a little lower. I'm a little bit worried though because I have like a case of water left, and so I gave Bo regular water out of the tap. He'll be fine. He's okay. He'll be fine. 
William told us yesterday or, or earlier this week the, the reason they have to issue a boil advisory. It's a federal mandate when okay. water pressure in the system reaches that drops to a certain level. And okay. that's what happened. It's not that they found, you know, amoebas in the water. Right. It's it's because the water pressure dropped below a certain point. Okay. So they have to, by federal mandate, if I'm if I have this correct, they have to issue a boil advisory. Okay, and I need a refrigerator guy to answer this question. Maybe you can. Okay. You you I don't know. Yeah. I went to go get water out of my refrigerator water fit right, thing. Right. And I could get ice but when I went to get water, it was dry. It's it's, it's dead. So, is there something wrong with the, the? Could it be the refrigerator line froze? And I, what do I need to do? That's beyond your yeah scope, isn't it? Uh, my daughter had a problem with her ice maker. You know, yeah. right before or just after Christmas, and I went over there, and it was frozen up. So I thawed it out, you okay. know, and cleaned out her ice maker and got the make sure everything was still no ice. So I, I I'm not a refrigerator repairman. Okay, and on our Shreveport security system, like Scott Hughes board, says, he's not an attorney. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a refrigerator repairman. I need a refrigerator guy to tell me is my something wrong with my water line and my fridge? What do I need to do? Do I need to reset the fridge? I'm not sure. I just like my water coming because that was what I was going to give Bo was that out right. of the fridge, but sure. since I couldn't get that, I said, oh, he's "Because just it's filtered, tapped. we know yeah. that's filtered." Right? So, I don't know. We'll we'll find out. I know uh, William Daniels not a refrigerator guy either, but hopefully someone will help me with that. Right. One. All right. That's coming up. At uh, 7.40 this morning, uh, Director of Water and Sewage, William Daniel, joining Mike and McCarty, 1017FM710Keel.com. Back to the big stories of the day with Mike and McCarty on 1017FM and 710Keel. Well, Shreveport's still under a boil advisory for the entire city. We'll talk with uh, Shreveport Director of Water and Sewage, William Daniel, coming up just after the break. Mike and McCarty, 1017 FM and 710 Keel, and on the free Keel app. Mike and McCarty on 1017 FM and 710 Keel. On the Jack Spring Electric Newsmaker Hotline, Director of Water and Sewage for the city of Shreveport, William Daniel joining us. Uh, William, good morning. Good morning. We're going to have to uh, run your name through uh, HR and get you on the payroll here. Uh, that would be nice. Uh, <laughs> Not as nice as you think. but I, I still had low pressure this morning. I had good pressure yesterday and then it dropped has something changed, or are we still dealing with a, a little bit of a mess? No, most everything is coming back to normal. Uh, we had a little glitch last night uh, at about uh, between 8.30 and 9. We lost a pump at one of our big ground storage, but we got that back on within about 20 or 30 minutes, and pressure returned to normal. We're still filling things, so... Uh, we, but we did get most everything filled over the night. Most of the city should be at or near normal. If you don't have at or near normal pressure, then send us an email and let us know uh, or give us a phone call and let us know. And we'll. there's probably something localized that we don't know about. 
Where are, where are we in the process of sending the test to the Department of Health? Has that been done? Or we, is that 24-hour clock ticking? Where are we? We'll probably uh, start this morning. I can't get them in the middle of the night. So um, we'll probably start collecting those this morning. And uh, then the 24-hour clock will begin ticking. William Daniel, Shreveport Water and Sewage. William, um, also on the... Um the re- we were talking about the refrigerator and the water being filtered. Does that help in you know when the boil advisory is in effect? I know I asked you well, yesterday, I, but I and I didn't I didn't Google it, so I apologize. But uh, again, I don't know uh, what the refrigerator filter does and does not do, and I probably some are better than others. But uh, I really don't know much about refrigerator filters, except for the fact that I have one, and it seems to need changing more often than I believe. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. But the, the, boil, the boil advisory for all of Shreveport remains in place. Is there, a, yes. is there a still an, an area in southeast Shreveport that is still getting having the worst issues right now? Honestly, I do not know of an area that should be... Uh, uh, having major problems. Most, like I said, most everybody should be at or near normal pressure. Uh, so we believe that it's going to continue to stabilize. I mean, there's about, you know, we're using a lot of water right now, uh, but we're, we're down 30 million gallons uh, just uh, in our distribution from what we were yesterday. So that's, that's a lot. And uh, but we know there's going to be a lot of water used this morning and then we'll be filling up during the day and getting things back uh, to even more normal. And then, of course, it's going to be it's going to be really cold. Well, that's where I wanted to go. I got I got my train of thought back on track. So I derailed for a moment there. Uh, Tonight, we're looking at, you know, low 20s and uh, Saturday night, the same thing, 20 degrees. Do we need to drip faucets again tonight and tomorrow night? Absolutely. People should drip their faucets. Okay. Uh, when it's in the twenties, it's, it, you know, it's a less of a chance than when it gets down to the teens, but, but there are certainly listeners, uh, that have pipes that are more exposed to the elements sure. than, than others. So those people definitely should be dripping. They should open their, uh, cabinets you know, doors to their cabinets and let the warm air get in. But most everybody should be okay. Uh, we're actually now starting to get turn-on requests. So, you know, we consider that a good sign. Also a question comes up with regard to um, water cons- uh, conservation. Things that can wait, let them wait. We don't have to have a clean car yet. We don't have to, you know, hose off our driveways. I mean, there's things that can wait. Are you still urging people to please conserve right now? Yes. I mean, uh, we, we, we advocate for conservation year round, but now especially is a, you know, we, we need to conserve our water. You know, you need to think about the larger community, uh, and let everybody, you know, come back to normal and then you can start washing your car again and doing, doing all those things. But, you know, a couple of days, as you pointed out, is not going to make a, a big difference. 
Well, I did cut my 90-minute hot shower full <laughs> full body exfoliation procedure down to a 75-minute. Oh. So I'm doing my part. See, everybody, everybody's pitching in. <laughs> well, I I I I hearken back to um, our infrastructure, and I have to. We we cannot let you go today without saying when the bond study committee put together a list of needs, the needs for water and sewer in Shreveport. Uh, totaled 140 million or better. Um, when we have situations like this, it shines a bright spotlight on our needs. We are you. Your department is probably one of the most critical. Are you hoping that through this circumstance, people might realize we have got to do something? Well, I'm I'm hoping. In fact, I, I'm I was. Discussing this with the mayor this morning, uh, who has, you know, really been supportive of our department, Mayor Arsenault. But, uh, you know, people said, are you, you know, are you prepared? And I said, well, we're prepared, but we should have been preparing 60 years ago. I mean, it is very uh, discouraging to think that the pipe in the ground is 80 plus years old and, you know, any kind of extreme weather event, people think about cold, but heat will do it as well. Uh, it causes a lot of busted pipe because our, our pipe is, is in a very vulnerable uh, position with its age. Mm-hmm. So any kind of extreme weather event, you know, the, when, the, when, when there's a drought, the ground uh, shrinks from, the, you know, lack of water in the dirt. And so any kind of movement busts our pipe. So it is uh, it is a challenge. But as you can see, as people have commented to me, our crews were out 24-7 fixing things, and they'll continue to do that. But that's a pretty ineffective way of managing the department. We're, I just, mean, patching. Constantly... we're just patching things, and you're putting out fires. We are. And, you know, we patch... We did a half a million dollar tour repair uh, and a year and a half later, 30 feet away, we repaired another $300,000 oh, uh, feet the pipe. So mm-hmm. it is, you know, it is not, it is difficult and challenging to manage the budget under those circumstances. So, I mean, people always say, Oh, you're just misspending the money. Well, they're right in the in the in the effect that I spend a lot of money on maintenance that I shouldn't need to. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's the challenge of managing this department. The mayor is aware of it. Uh, I'm hoping that the council will see it and the voters will see it and we'll uh, make some progress. But until then, we'll be out fixing things 24 seven. Mm-hmm. William Daniels, Report Water and Sewage Director. Uh, well, here's hoping uh, we get through the weekend uh, eventless. Thank you so much for your time this morning. Mm-hmm. Oh, y'all are welcome. Thank you, sir. Coming up in just after the news, top of the hour, uh, Blanchard Mayor Jim Galambus going to be joining us. Uh, a lot of people are wondering why they still don't have water in Blanchard. We'll find out. Mike and McCarty, 1017FM710Keel.com. Let's get back to the show with Mike and McCarty on 1017 FM and 710 Kiel. 
Boy, it's almost like it's almost like coming out of the pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> Once the ice melts, we're free. People are like, yes, mm-hmm. yes, we get back out. Yep. Uh, last night we went to the Scottish Rite Temple, and they had a candlelight concert. They do these series. It's a company that does these all across the country. And uh, last night at, they had two actually last night. Okay. One at six o'clock, which because I have to get up so early, that's the Mm -hmm. one we went to. Uh, And it was a a Vivaldi performance by a string quartet. Oh, how cool. And Aaron, they had, I mean, I don't know how many, hundreds and hundreds of candles on stage but also all around the theater. And if you've never been inside the theater at the Scottish Rite Temple, it it, it rivals the Strand. That, it, you showed me the pictures. It is so cool. It is incredible. And they had these candles. Now, these candles, they weren't flame candles. They, mm-hmm. But with the technology now, it was beautiful. Oh, yeah. These things were so real looking. Mm-hmm. And it was the performance. They were members of the Shreveport Symphony Orchestra that did this performance, and it was it was just absolutely gorgeous. But I was sitting there at one point, and I go, "Okay, so these are local musicians, so mm-hmm. they didn't have to pay for you know like travel sure. for these musicians to travel around the country and do these performances. So they're local musicians. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the venue rents for. It's beautiful." It is gorgeous. I, I I told I told my wife I said, I, you know what the biggest expense was? I bet freaking double A batteries. Yeah. <laughs> You're probably and right. They had thousands of these candles all around oh, this theater, wow. and I thought they got to load up batteries. Yes. <laughs> they got cases of batteries. Oh man, you know. But it, it was beautiful. And then at eight thirty, they had another concert behind us. Um, I think it was some kind of tribute to Taylor Swift. Oh, very cool. So it wasn't the same show. It was, it was, it was a, a completely show. different show. I don't oh, know how, how they did nice. that. You know, I don't know if that was a, a, a the string quartet or mm-hmm. if it was a band. I don't know how that worked. Well, the Maybe acoustics somebody, in there were good? Very good. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. That is so awesome. And uh, and then they've got one, a Coldplay, oh, coming up yeah. here in a, in a few weeks. If you haven't been to those Candlelight series it's really it's really a lot of fun. Very I interesting. To, I need to go see. Throw one of those pictures up on the Keel Facebook page so folks can see Oh, that's see a good it. idea. Just throw a yeah. random photo and, and just say, They had one portion toward the end of the show where they said, people, you can take video now. Ah. They said, don't, don't take your phone out during the performance, which okay. I was so grateful because there's nothing more distracting than somebody's damn phone screen in your face down in yes, front of you. Yes, absolutely. No no kidding. It would be pretty to see. I would, Folks was, would love to see it. Yeah, it was just beautiful. It, and it really was, is. It's spectacular. I was stunned when I saw your photos. And, I, wow. and the Scottish Rite Temple, I, they use it for, you know, venues and yeah. weddings and receptions. And That's incredible. Just absolutely. A, a, a really neat place. Mayor of Blanchard, Jim Galambos, do you want to be joining us just after the news? 1017 FM, 710 Keel. One seven FM seven ten Keel Mike and McCarty on the Jack Spring Electric Newsmaker Hotline this morning. Once again, we welcome the Mayor of Blanchard, Jim Galambus, 
Uh, Mayor, good morning, sir. Happy Friday to you. Good morning. How are you? Well, we're doing well. How are you this morning? Apparently, uh, Blanchard still, uh, are you completely no water or is it just low pressure or what's this, what's the status this morning? Well, I just put out an update and, uh, as of seven o'clock this morning, um, the system continued overnight to, uh, strengthen. Uh, we're continued to build pressure and our elevated tanks, uh, are continuing to fill. Um, there's a lot of progress on those considering a lot of them were at zero yesterday. Uh, the tanks are still low and we are going to continue to monitor. Uh, we also have the LRWA here, which is the Louisiana Rural Water Association. Their guys are on site and working with our crew to evaluate our situation and making recommendations. Mayor, what areas are hardest hit right now? This morning? Yeah, right. um, there's areas yeah. now that had that have are getting some water that didn't have any yesterday. Okay. Um, still, though, probably the old the state line road area, the 169 area, is probably getting some water. Um, we haven't been out there to see, but usually we check the meters, and um, so it's kind of spotty. Um, there's people in in downtown that didn't have water yesterday that got some water this morning here at town hall. We had very low pressure yesterday, but it's back to uh, pretty good pressure this morning here. Um, so it's kind of spotty all over, but that's because we're pressuring up the system and uh, looking for leaks. As I said yesterday um, on my update, we did find a 16-inch water line that had a massive leak in it, and our contractor is getting ready to repair that this morning at 8 o'clock. So they should be out there. And uh, we were able to valve that, that leak off. And uh, that's what really probably helped us to continue pressuring the system was finding it, that leak. Mayor Galambos, is part of the problem in Blanchard, because I'm a little bit familiar. I was on Blanchard water for a while. Um, you you go a lot of a lot of area. There's a long way away from the town of Blanchard that you serve. Um, and that's continued to expand. Um, what's the long term answer to this? Well, the uh, the long-term answer is uh, to continue to make improvements at our water plant. Um, as you know, Aaron, that uh, last year we had new uh, membrane filters in our budget. Um, those filters would have been able for us to make water quicker. Um, so we don't have those, but we are out. We are going out for bid on those uh, in the next couple of weeks. They're going to be approximately $700,000. And... Uh, we, we are looking at our high-pressure pumps to make sure that they're um, adequate and what we need for the system. Um, and part of, the, part of our problem every day is when we inherited in 1972 the old Lakewood, uh, the Longwood water system, mm-hmm. uh, old lines, um, they, we, they break every week, and we're out there continually repairing them. Um, that's something that we're just going to have to live with because – um, they are like, it would be very, very expensive in the millions to replace those water lines. It's like the we city of Shreveport. We spend so much on maintenance and upkeep as opposed to, you know, redoing a, a new system. What, one, one question people are asking, when do you expect everything to be fully operational, fully functional, uh, and back to normal? I can't give you an exact date, but I can tell you that even as we sit here right now, our guys are out in the field. 
Our pressure is increasing on the system, which is good. It, you got to remember now, when the system goes down completely with no pressure and no water in the lines, we have a lot of miles of lines. So it takes a while to push water through the whole system. And then you've got that pressure resisting you. So we're, we're out there. We're monitoring it. Um, we're seeing what we're doing. We've got some experts on, on staff with us this morning from the LRWA. And we're also meeting with our town engineer this morning to go over what happened and then to look at some possibilities of what to do for the next race. There are going to be people that are going to ask you this, and I know you've already heard it, and there's probably people cursing at you. I know. Uh, it ain't pretty to be a mayor sometimes. Uh, you you annexed all that land going over to the Loves up I-49. That means you got to run water out there um, and to a system that's already stretched thin. Uh, how do you answer that? Well, we're not stretched thin. We're, we're expanding. Um, our water plant has the capabilities right now of making 5 million gallons of water a day during the summer. Uh, we only use about 3.5 to 4 million of that. During the winter, our usage is around 3 to 3.5 million. Um, the Loves line that went out there, uh, tapped into the wet, to the tank up on, uh, on what we call, uh, Cherry Hill. And, uh, it, uh, it only feeds Loves. So it goes from, you know, we expand, we expanded that line to feed Walmart. And then, so we hooked into the Walmart line. So, and, and Loves is not a big water user. Okay. Right. They're not like a picking plant or a big industrial plant. Mm-hmm. Their big deal is taking showers for the truckers. That's about the only water they use over there. And your message this morning, before we let you go to residents who are on the Blanchard water system, what do you say to them today? I thank them for their patience. I'd like them to understand that we're doing everything within our powers to get their water back. The guys are working over 20 hours a day, and they're out in the field constantly. This morning they were out in the field during the ice storms. And uh, But I appreciate their patience and understanding, and just bear with us. We're doing what we can do, and uh, our guys are going over, over 100% uh, in what they're giving us. So we appreciate our guys also. Blanchard Mayor Jim Galambos, thank you so much for your time this morning. Thank you very much. Thanks. Goodbye. 101.7 FM, 710 Keel, Mike and McCarthy. Breaking news and trending talk with Mike and McCarthy on 101.7 FM and 710 Keel. All right, I got, I've got a question. I'm going to change gears. All right. What, I'm just I'm obviously way behind. I'm looking for a soul to steal. <laughs> um, Stanley Cups. I I I don't know. Aaron, what? what Ruben, what are was these, that? Are, are are they hard to find? Are they? Are why are they? Why are these all there? There's nothing special about the design. We've had these insulated metal well, mugs for years now, Yeti cups, and, mm-hmm. and then the knockoffs. I've got some SM kind of LSU yeah. mugs that I've gotten that are awesome. Why? Why what, they? What's, what's the what's deal the with Stanley mugs now? Yeah, Stanley cup. You got to win the NHL championship to to get it. Yeah, the Stanley Cup. Thank <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't know. I I saw the post. I saw people mobbing Target. I guess is the only one of the only places. Why? I don't a, get for it. A cup for no. a freaking insulated cup. And I'm I'm one of these guys. A lot of times I carry around like a big yeah, jug or right. mug of water, and I, I I don't know. 
I, I, I don't, don't understand. It. it has got to be a marketing. Somebody started this marketing thing. Somebody's like, a marketing genius. We're going to go do this rush at Target for these Stanley Cups, and you see people grabbing them and fighting over them. Well, I just looked up on Amazon. You can get them on Amazon. I know. Now, they, it's $50. You're out of nice. your mind. Yeah. No, thank you. And then there's people posting. Remember the Stanley Cups from way back in the day, from in the 70s? Oh, like the, the, the thermos. Timing. Yeah. The thermos. Yeah. Like, I had a Stanley when Stanley wasn't cool. Right. Yeah, um, I've seen those. I, it's got to be a marketing ploy. It's got to be because I can't think of any other reason. But what? I thought. What I thought makes that, it so desirable? I, it's my, just a. Yeah, it's just a cup. I, I mean, I thought because they were pink. I thought it was some kind of breast cancer awareness thing, but no, no, it's not. So it's, I'm completely lost. I don't get it. it, it it's there. There was a rush on them. You couldn't find them for a while, and people were going crazy for it. And then it was all over social media. Stanley Cup, Stanley Cup. Did anybody? I'll trade you this old Stanley Cup. Uh, I'm like, I don't know. I, okay. I think marketing genius. Somebody thought of a let's do it. Let's see if we can cause a rush on these. And boy, did they. That's crazy. I, I just, you know, I mean, there's some things where you go, well, I can see, you know, why people like this or whatever. Yeah, Something yeah. becomes a fad. But this I don't get. I don't. I really don't. There's so many different versions of cups these days. The oh, Stanley yeah. Cup is all the rage. And now, you know, they'll people will say, oh, these will be collectors because this was. No, they're not going to be collectors. Yeah, how the Beanie Baby is doing for you now. Yeah, because trust me, they're making more as they speak. They're They're rushing to get more out there. And so people will buy them up. I wonder how long it'll last is the thing. I don't know. It's okay, well, nuts. I just I just didn't get it. I don't. <laughs> I know. I thought Ruben would have the answer. No. Like it was I some... know. Ruben, we depend on you. No, no, not at all. No, I got, I got nothing on this one. Yeah. And you know, Ruben did let me down earlier this morning, too, because oh, wow. I was I was asking him, um, <laughs> and I don't know if you need the button for me on that, because I was asking you. Oh, know, yeah, I'm going to need the button. So. Twitter is, um, you used to twat or tweet or whatever you did you tweeted or something yeah. yeah you tweet you tweeted okay did you have to hit the button for yeah, that yes i did okay <laughs> sorry about that reuben um if you're listening on oh, the stream that's right. was, it's, it, he did hit it if you're listening on the stream by the way you heard what i said and i'm sorry i always mix that it's up it's not that bad it's not that bad it's not i wouldn't i wouldn't have even hit the button for that now, i, I think that, that word's only okay in england <laughs> now that twitter is called x what are you doing now are you x and you didn't know i don't i'm not on twitter i i think i have a twitter from like a long time ago but i haven't signed on to it in years we'll have to get chica Same in here, here. Yeah. To, to answer we, are I, you xing are I you was, I was I texting know. with some friends of mine. This is a few years ago, and the, the LSU game football was delayed because of lightning in the mm -hmm. area. So yep. we kept waiting for the game, and we're texting back and forth. And one of the one of my buddies was like, "Well, there, it's another it's another fifteen minutes. We just got." I said, "How are you getting these updates?" <laughs> he goes on Twitter. There, yeah. LSU football sends out an update. I said, "Oh, cool." I went to Twitter so yep. I could get the LSU updates. Right. I haven't been on it since. <laughs> I go on it every know. now and then to search for something that I've heard is there, and I'll go look for that. And 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 then you get into you get into the the, the X verse now or the Twitter verse where you just get off into you just down a rabbit well, hole. I, you know, I, look, and, and if, I hate that. If I didn't have this job, I would not be on social oh, media. Period. You can get on there and just get so it's, lost. Well, it's just also it's just it's the bane of our society. Yeah, 
Absolutely. The only good thing that's ever to me that Facebook worked on was when we found a dog in the neighborhood. Yeah. And that's we posted true. pictures of the dog and we found where it, you know, where it lived. The rightful owner, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. It helps with lost children if you, you know, if something, if a missing kid or something like that. But I mean, for the most part, it's you just get on there and you just get lost down. Who knows what lane you traveled this time? Uh, yeah, on on Instagram, I'm I'm hooked on these stupid reels now. Oh gosh, these funny dog and scaring people. They're, they're, they're scaring them, you know, Clowns in the office. Stuff, yeah. No, you know, it's like the startling. You pop out. Oh. I don't know why. Oh Lord. Oh, there was a, there was discussion at the Cattle Parish School Board meeting about. Pay raises for teachers. Uh, where did that come from? Mm. Are there pay raises on the on the uh, agenda? We'll talk with Don Little. He's uh, on the Caddo Parish School Board. Uh, find out about eight forty one zero one seven FM seven ten keel dot com. Back with McCarty on one zero one seven FM and seven ten keel. Somehow there. There's a lot of confusion about teacher pay raises in Caddo Parish. We're going to clear that up for you. Uh, coming up here just uh, after the break, Don Little, Caddo Parish School Board member, joins us on the Jack Spring Electric Newsmaker Hotline. Mike and McCarty, 101.7 FM, 710 Keel. Let's get back to the show with Mike and McCarty on 101.7 FM and 710 Keel. 101.7 FM, 710 Keel, Mike and McCarty on the Jack Spring Electric Newsmaker Hotline this morning. Caddo Parish School Board member Don Little joining us. Don, good morning. Happy Friday to you. Good morning. Happy to be here. Well, there seems to be a little bit of confusion about a teacher pay raise for Caddo Parish. Um, and uh, we want you to set this record straight as a, pay, a 5% pay raise uh, in discussion with the Cattle Parish School Board right now? You know, I, I wish it was. So there is nothing on uh, the docket for a pay raise. And uh, I think what occurred, we had a meeting on January 9th, and Dr. Gorey did sort of a State of the Union, State of the District presentation, and there was a question on the floor about pay raises. And his response was that he felt like it was uh, an important discussion and an inevitability uh, and, and I think most of us would agree, but in order to get there, uh, we've got a lot of heavy lifting to do. So, and, so how uh, did we get to this point this morning about people thinking there's a pay raise on the, on the books? You know, I, I, I think there was an article on KTBS and, and sometimes context is important and maybe the article left out, uh, a great deal of context or maybe there was a, a lack of understanding on the parliamentary uh, process. Uh, I can tell you that in order to get pay raises, uh, we either need to increase revenue or reduce expenses or a combination therein. And uh, there will be some very interesting discussions. I, I hope we're able to get to that point. But Dr. Gorey did say that we should look at a 5% pay raise, but it wasn't, he didn't say it in an official capacity. Uh, from the podium to the to the board, is that correct? It, no, and and I don't. This is just Don Little's perspective. I don't speak for Dr. Gorey, and uh, as as the executive, he can certainly uh, ask the board for 
increases. He, he can ask the board for uh, us to consider things, uh, but it's, it's not a mandate. And so that wasn't an official agenda item. Um, I, I think most of us on the board and most elected officials throughout the state would like to see an increase in, uh, in pay uh, for teachers. Um, but there's a lot of work that needs to be done. How tight is the budget? I mean, that, that seems to be the problem. You, we all want to give a pay raise. Dr. Gorey says it's inevitable, something we have to do. But the problem is, where's the money? Is there a way to belt tighten? Is there a way to find it? Yeah, there, there is. And I'll tell you what the chief challenge is, is we're oversized by about 30%. What I mean by that, uh, we have a, a bloated footprint. We can accommodate... 42,000 students in this parish, but we've only got about 32,000 on the books. And on top of that, we're bleeding out approximately 1,000 kids per year. They're going to Texas, they're going to DeSoto Parish, they're going to Bossier, they're going to Georgia. Uh, but as a result of this out, out parish-wide out-migration, uh, we're losing money. And each child represents about $5,500 in funding. It's it's through what's called the MFP. Mm-hmm. And so that's about $5.5 million per year. Uh, the way, in my view, to right-size that is uh, you have to make some difficult decisions in terms of your uh, schools. You, you have to look at consolidation, but you have to do it in a way where there's some light built into it. Consolidating mean schools that, means closing some schools. Nobody likes correct. to hear that, right? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. But if you look around uh, this parish, we have we have a lot of older schools. Many of them are half empty. And when you look at a half empty school, it's sometimes twice as expensive to educate a child in that school. We have some schools where it costs uh, close to $15,000 per student to educate whereas our full schools are closer to about $5,500. They're much more efficient in terms of educating. And not only that, um, these older schools frequently are difficult to protect. Uh, They're difficult to maintain. Uh, They're inefficient in terms of uh, size, uh, classroom capacity. Um, the list goes on. So, Don, Don, um, let me ask you this. Don Little, Caddo yeah. School Board member, you, you talked about kids are leaving Caddo Parish. And this is the hard subject that we don't face. As we're losing students, I've not heard about us trimming staff. You know, when you, when you lose students, you would think you don't need as many staff members, but that just doesn't seem to happen. Or am I wrong? Have you cut staff? That's a tough thing to do. You know, and, and that's a great question. We, we lose, uh, we lose staff through attrition and they frequently, uh, just leave those positions open or kind of decommission. Um, but back to the discussion about consolidating schools, uh, if you have four half empty schools, each of those schools will have cafeteria staff, mm-hmm. principals, security, um, and then you have transportation uh, concerns. You've got to get buses and kids to each of those schools. So if you take, and again, I'll just give an example, but if you take four half-empty schools and delete them and then build one big, beautiful school that uh, that is much more efficient, you have economy of scale. And um, 
your your operating expenses go down exponentially and you're you're able to lose staff either through attrition or you know i i don't think anybody wants to look at a rift but uh that's that, that would be sort of the, the worst case scenario but Don, we d- we got a message on the Shreveport Security Systems message board when the when the mention of raise did come up five percent, and it was brought up because uh, I think Dr. Gorey said, and I, and I don't want to misquote, but because the school tests the students' test scores went up, that we should uh, you know re- reward the teachers with a five percent pay raise. And there are some messages that say, well, that's their job is to make sure test scores go up. Yeah, it's it's their job. I mean, I, I love looking at incentive pay. I look I love looking at creative ways to uh, to keep teachers motivated. Uh, I'm a sales rep. Most of my income is based on performance. Um, but it's uh, again for for education. There's uh, there's a lot of moving parts, and um, our our funding is. It's kind of a mixed bag. You know, we have local tax revenue, we have federal uh, title uh, programs, and then we also are funded through the state. And so um, in order to secure these these potential raises, uh, we will have to radically redesign the way that we're doing things and to make these raises permanent. Uh, we've been breadcrumbing in the past, mm-hmm. uh, which is, is a creative approach, but it's not um, we need to look at things where we can do it in a sustainable way rather than voting to give them a 500 or a thousand dollar stipend. Um, yeah. Yeah. Stipend. yeah. We, we need to look at a way to make it permanent. Don, Don Little. Thank you, Don. Appreciate your time, sir. Cattle Parish School Board. Thank you. Have a great weekend, sir. Absolutely. My pleasure. Take mm-hmm. care. 101.7 FM, 710-KEEL. William Daniel from uh, Department of Water. More breaking news and trending talk with Mike and McCarty on 1017 FM and 710 Keel. Does this seem like it's been a long week? It has been a long week. It's kind of yeah, been a long week, hasn't it's it? It's a st- was a stressful week. Yes. So I'm ready to just chill. Are you? You have any big plans for the weekend? Um, I'm gonna be back in the pool tomorrow. I hadn't been into the water aerobics in a while. Yeah. And I think I'm actually teaching a Sunday class. I believe that that's the plan. Funny you mentioned pool. Mm-hmm. Um, Saturday, Centenary Swim Team has uh, their senior, you know, meet. On on Saturday. Oh, cool! And uh, Butch Jordan, the head coach there at Centenary, or the coach—I don't know if he's still head coach. Sorry, Butch. Um, as I'm going to announce for the seniors. Oh, very nice. Yeah, very nice. Back when Micah swam for years and years, I used to do announcing for the, you know, the city of Shreveport swim team, and mm-hmm. so. Uh, there's a there's also a low cost uh, vaccination for your pets this weekend. It's happening Sunday from four to six. Um, right there at 6560 Uri Drive. It's right behind CC's FedEx. So if you're, if you're looking for that to get a, a great deal on getting your pets vaccinated, yeah, we do that's that. a great spot too, too. Yeah, that sounds like a blast. I'm going to the Monster Truck Show. Are you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. there's a Monster Truck you know, Show. You know, it's, uh, tonight and tomorrow at, uh, uh, Brookshire's Grocery Arena. That, that's, that's, that's what funny it is. you mentioned that because we were just talking about that a moment ago. If I had to list the events, that I dragged my two boys to when they were little oh, that were at the yeah. top of my list of I never want to go to this again. <laughs> it would be that, 
The, on Sesame Street. Oh, God. Sesame Street is just a money grab. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it, it's a snow cone for $35. Oh, man. Oh, we went one year when Micah was little. She still to this day loves, loves, loves the Wizard of Oz. Okay. And many years ago, the Wizard of Oz on ice. Oh, boy. Came to the Hirsch. Mm-hmm. And I had gone out to the Hirsch to get tickets. And the lady at the at the uh, ticket office said, oh, you just got lucky. The promoter just released his tickets that are on the ice. Oh, wow. He, she goes, do you want those? I'll sell them for the same price, you know. And Well, heck yeah. Sure. So I got the promoter's box, okay? Oh, my gosh. I mean, our seats were, there's the little wall right here. Right and then there. Ice. During the show, when um, the cow, when they're at the, you know, the, the wizard goes, yeah, go bring me, you know, <laughs> and, and, and they all get scared and the lion runs off. Remember in the movie, the lion oh, yeah. runs out. Mm -hmm. Well, the lion runs away from the wizard directly to our seats. Oh, my goodness. Because these are the promoters. Yeah. Seats. And the lion jumps in our laps. <laughs> now, I'm sitting here. My daughter is next to me, four or five years old, oh. and my mother-in-law. Okay. And so we're all sitting right there, and the lion jumps in our laps and is, oh, you know, and I'm going, this is so cool. Oh, my gosh, this costume stinks. Yeah. <laughs> it smelled like a locker room. Oh, that's gross. Yeah. Oh, man. It was so fun. Well, though. hopefully a monster truck doesn't jump in my lap this yeah. weekend. That, would, that wouldn't yeah. be good. Those are loud, though. In, ter in, the, in the grand scheme of things, some of those monster trucks you have to, are loud. You have to, uh, you know, plug your ears. I, I don't. My ears are grizzled from so many loud concerts. <laughs> I, I don't need it. I plugged mine, though. I told my kids. I'm and I would even sneak in Sesame Street, like, cups and stuff. So if my kids were like, oh, Oh, look, we got you a cup. We got, we got yeah. you one. I used to spend a lot of time at the firing range. Mm -hmm. So I have I have the uh, the sound suppressors, headphones. Oh, yeah. Ah, yeah. So I do have those. That would definitely help. If you and need to borrow them, Ruby, I'll let you know. And <laughs> the other big event of the weekend is the, the Centaur Ball. Oh, that's right. happening tomorrow night. And our very own Greg Adams is like the... The head dude, right. he's running the show, so he's down there putting everything together and is probably stressing out the max right now. But that's <laughs> oh, going to be a masterful party, a big-time party. Hair and makeup people all around town are all book solid today. Marty Gras Balls, Geeked Con, why does he put himself through this? I don't understand <laughs> yeah. it. I really don't. I don't get it. Cold so temperatures. Fun. Cold temperatures again tonight. Okay. Low, low 20s tonight <laughs> and 20 degrees projected for tomorrow night. Yikes. So leave those faucets dripping tonight. Okay. Again, we, we're going back to that. Mm -hmm. uh, William Daniel told us, yes, go ahead and drip them tonight and tomorrow night. Yep. Have a great weekend. Have a great weekend. Mike and McCarty, 1017FM, 710Keel.com.